Hey everyone, welcome to the Magical Healing the World podcast. My name is David Staub, here with my lovely wife, Ms. Megan. Hey y'all. And we once again have a couple very special guests with us, the one and only uh, incredible, mus- incredibly talented musician that was with us in our last podcast and sharing his uh, talents with us at the ceremony, Paul Grosso. Welcome, man. Hey, what's up? And we have another guest with us, uh, flashback to this incredible human being. Um, we we had Joel Valdevez, if I say your name right, Valdevez, uh, <laughs> joining us again. We interviewed him a long time ago about his incredible ayahuasca experience, the law of attraction, how he went from worst to literally one of the best uh, real estate agents out there in California, and how aligned that he's been with Magical, and uh, how similar him and I are uh, in so many ways. He is joining us here as well. Welcome, Joel. Hey, thank you for having me. And he, Joel actually just experienced our ceremony too. So we've actually had just some absolute powerhouses come out. Uh, we're so grateful to have you you all aboard here. And we're like, hey, let's do a podcast. Um, so what we're going to talk about today, this is probably be a little bit of a shorter one, but it's something that uh, actually Paul and I were discussing that seems to be this heavy stigmatization Um, I'm sure it affects females too, but uh, from what we know in our experience, heavily in the male uh, population, and that is how much porn actually has a hold over so many men. It is so accessible. It really is so damaging. I mean, you, 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 as we all know, uh, the ego kind of comes out and you want to try and defend it if you're caught up in it, as with any substance or thing that you tend to be addicted to. Um, but yeah, we wanted to talk about that. We really wanted to throw it out there in, in our experience of uh, uh, moving away from it and talk about a bit how it's so normalized in the culture. Um, you know, J- Joel, growing you could attest this, how, how normal is it for guys growing up to just, it's just always there. Yeah, I, I mean, porn's a very normal thing. I th- I think you know everyone. I think everyone watches it, and it's just kind of hey, I watch porn, you watch porn, and it's like so. <laughs> it's so accessible. That's the crazy thing. It's right so yeah. right there at any moment, any time, and it has such a hold to so many guys. Like mm-hmm. there, and and it's stigmatized to even talk about. Like I know I've had deep discussions with men in the past few years, and they'll literally sometimes encompasses their whole day it sounds crazy but it really does and it's wow. a normal thing it's they think it's a normal thing yes. you know um and we were t- i was talking with paul about it because and it's so crazy how it came up we were just like we both have abstained from it for for years now and it's been so impactful um yeah what are your thoughts on the whole topic yeah so what is it when i think this is like three or four years ago now i cut it out and i got into like semen retention too which is mm-hmm. something we could discuss after this and it just made me more aware of how porn is literally making just our perception of women. The way we look at them mm-hmm. as an object of this is it warps our mind and looking at women as a like a sex doll. Right. Uh-huh. And it's so polluting for our mind. And it's showing us that like um, that women are just pleasure. It's really messed up and toxic in the way... They make the way they have sex. It's not love. They do, and it teaches these patterns, and it and it and it, it makes you feel, and it it's taking the life force energy out of you. Hmm. At the end of the day, I always say is um, our semen as men is creation. It can create a person. Mm-hmm. So when we abstain from porn, porn. If you take away porn, that's the first step. And as we go into semen retention. 
it changes your whole awareness. I went once eight months without ejaculation, eight which months. was the best time of my life. Because I'll tell you, this is what happened is I would have wet dreams. And I would literally have like these f- sexual fantasies, but my body would do the work for me. Hmm. And I didn't feel like, I felt like a monk. I wouldn't look at women in that way and stuff. And I remember when I like kind of broke it and I had sex with somebody. Boom! The right day after I was at the gym, I would see girls in booty pants. And like, I was like, oh no, what happened? <laughs> I was like, damn! Back it up! I'm just kidding. Oh, but, um, That's amazing. So eight months and your perspective shifted because again, it's all about where we put our energy. And yes. you know, men are so like driven to like, look or like it's so visual but when you abstain from that you can put that energy into other things you're building or evolving or with yourself that's amazing that's a really interesting observation i think that's where it got me to where i am today because i had to take those steps and i think i i I didn't watch porn for two years and i remember i did it once i felt so dirty i felt horrible but i think that semen retention really got me to where i am today because it helped me manifest yeah, my dreams, my goals, my visions into reality, and yeah. um, it's really hard for men. I talk to guys all the time, like, "Hey, do you watch porn?" And they're like, "Yeah, I watch it," or blah blah blah. And like, it's the friend. I don't even think about it anymore. Like, right. I used to be so addicted to. It, I don't even think about watching porn. Anymore. Right. Like, I don't even. Now I think I go every three weeks and I release, um, and I don't even. I don't even do porn. Like, I'm not about it. It's. Demonic. Yeah, and and it's this, you know. Also, we want to know. We can all, we are all only speaking from our experience. There's no judgment by any means. Everyone's on their own journey. We just want to bring this up because, man, it has made a really profound impact in both um, mine and uh, and and Paul's life. And uh, we really wanted to bring it up and and talk about it a bit, just because of how it's impacted us. So there's no judgment there. If there's anyone that is uh, struggling, this isn't anything to bring you down by any means. It's just a different perspective and awareness. And from a biological perspective, some really interesting things that have been proven about porn is it actually has been proven to help to rewire your brain. It triggers the brain to actually pump out chemicals that form new nerve pathways that lead to lasting changes in the brain. Um, which you can think of that in the sense of uh, how you re- how you think about pleasure and what that is, and you know something in my spiritual journey that I've come across is everything is sacred, you know, ooh, and ooh, I ooh. think that it's the uh, porn gives this concept or picture of the polar opposite of sacredness, at least in my opinion, um, you know, and it really is a sacred act, you know, and it's it's it, that's like I kind of like feel like that's the opposite of it. Um, and there's just countless things coming out more and more about what it does to the mind. And we talk about this a lot. And Joel, I've heard you speak a ton. Uh, Joel's such an incredible speaker from a motivational standpoint. And you talk a lot about how instant delayed gratification. Like we are conditioned so heavily in a world mm. of instant gratification. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what that is. That is the ultimate instant yes. gratification. Yeah. You know, like right, like, and it's so accessible. And what are you training your mind to do? We talk about training our mind all the time, how important it is. And with that, it's, it is the ultimate form of instant gratification. So, and that's not just there. It will leak into other parts of your lives. You're going to want instant gratification in other parts of your lives. And when you do that, uh, you're really setting yourself up for failure. You know, um, there's just multiple different, it kind of, it, it destroys the image of what the sacred act could be, is what I feel anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what I was going to say, uh, that article that we were reading earlier, 
um, and, and how you're saying uh, instant gratification, what what it does is like if you have goals, if there's something big that you want to achieve, you're like programming your mind to think like I'm going to get it right away, right away, right away, right away on demand. But if you really have a big goal and you're trying to accomplish something, it takes effort. It takes time. It takes work. You got to work for what you want. And I think that porn reprograms your mind to think that it's going to come easy and it's not. Right. And I think that that can actually like hurt people when they're trying to achieve a goal. Yeah. 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 I, um, there's really something to be said too about the energy aspect of it and how like draining, Mm. uh, it could be too, you know, you, I love you mentioned the semen retention because I've also experienced a concept of that where you have way more energy and you have way more focus and you're just, whenever you do do, you have that retention in there. It really is that life force energy. There's something powerful about that. Um, what's that? The um, I don't know. Is it uh, the serpent or the Kundalini? Yeah, Could you so explain I, that? Because that was awesome. Yeah. So in the, the yogis, they describe at the the root chakra, there's a stagnant serpent is sleeping, and with the proper semen retention, um, diet, and breath work. Um, um, you can wake up that serpent and that's the biggest problem is everybody is stuck in the lower channels the root chakra and it's our sexuality because again we give our sexuality away to people who are toxic we bust it in a tissue um, <laughs> or in a sock whatever you want to do <laughs> <laughs> I just go right just go to whatever <laughs> see the distraction see <laughs> uh, so it gets you so if you if you if you if you channel that energy and you hold it in and you and you and you keep it sacred and you you it's so hard nowadays the distractions all around oh. like yoga pants or just like Instagram and just Instagram. Instagram, man. you go on there and you see like girls with like butts or whatever. It's it's just this pollution. But when you start to get that awareness of like everything sacred in my body mm. is too, and you start to do the work to heal the lower channels, that serpent will rise up and it opens up the different chakra ways. And again, it's not easy, but if you want to do the work and if you want to get to your dreams and if you want to push away those things. Like, I'm not perfect. I'm 27. I was doing this a year ago and it was great. Like, I felt like a monk. It was great. Uh, when I broke it though, like now I'm just like, whatever, like I can do it. Like I want to connect and all those things, but I feel like it's a great way of people are lost or s- their energy is lost is to do the semen retention. You start mm. off three weeks, you start off, you build it up and then yeah, and um, the way, too, that's kind of crazy is we can get this in other says tantric sex, mm. which it's getting to a point to where you don't even ejaculate. And it's getting to a point to where you, you're, you're like, like almost like blue balls, you mean? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> but like, you mean like you're going to a point where you're like pushing 11 11 right at the blue balls? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> what? That's a good sign. <laughs> Whatever. So you're pushing it to a point. <laughs> so where, I like that foot. So you're pushing it to a point where you're breathing it out and you have a full body orgasm. So look more on that with the tantric sector, which is super sacred. But again, I love what David said is everything is, is um, sacred. <laughs> And the porn programs us like I remember I was at a point where I was like, okay, I'd watch like one guy with a blonde, and then I'd be like, oh, prop, and I'd be like three girls, and then like whatever, like four girls, eight girls, and then like <laughs> boost it up to this point where I would like smoke weed and just try to like the ego, it's just yeah. ego driven to try to get more pleasure, more pleasure, more pleasure. 
Um, uh, and yeah, That's... so do your breath work and come back to your breath. And I feel like if any, a good um, technique is if you're feeling that 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 urge, that that horniness, is to breathe into that and feel like what do I actually want right now? Do it my Am I, why do I, why is this feeling coming up, breathing up into that and placing that energy instead of pushing it out and taking that energy and putting it into a project? Yeah. Work, yeah. go, go work out, breath Ooh, work. I exactly. mean, and a lot of a uh, internal thing too is control. Like how much control do you have over your life? Yes. Right. Does that have control yes. over to you or do you have, or does that have control or do Ooh. you have control of your life? Right. It's all control. Like the more control you have over your life and things like Ooh. this, the more you can tr create whatever life you want. But as soon as you start giving up that control, it doesn't happen in one place. We're habitual beings. Yes. You start giving control to that and power to that, you're going to give it to your and uh, other parts of your life. You know, something that I want to share, and I just think it's a different, you know, perspective. I this sounds kind of messed up, but it's really how I started looking like in, at it and how I started noticing it, like. The way porn categorizes women, it's almost like they're a genre. Like, mm, oh, like yes. today I want a black girl. Today yeah, I want yes, a Asian girl. Exactly. Today I want, a white, I want a big butt. I want a small butt. <laughs> and, and, and like, I noticed like there was a point in time when I was just trying to have sex with as many people as I could. I didn't. I didn't do very well at that. But like, <laughs> this is last week, right? No. <laughs> no, but um, what I noticed was I stopped looking at women as like human beings. Yeah. And they were really just objects, and and ah, it doesn't allow you to like actually connect with people and mm -hmm. have like a a really beautiful exchange of energy. Um, I mean, it doesn't even have to be sexual exchange, mm -hmm. just like a good conversation because yeah. you're so right. focused on. If by the end of this date, I gotta get laid, and like yeah, that's your yeah. only goal. <laughs> right? And that's so, so true. That's such a that's that's the world us guys are indoctrinated yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. It Even really my is. Dad was like, "Oh, you got all these girlfriends? Did you bang her? Did you do this?" I'm like, "Dad, like you're not helping. Like we're just hanging out. Like really, dude? Like come on, bro." He's like, "Oh, well, did you bang her?" Like man, if you're listening right now, it's all good, but. <laughs> Did you bang her? Like, dude, like we hung out. Like we didn't do that. But like, yeah. So like, it is what it is. It's true. It does. It does serve an object. That's so true. Because think about it. In your world, if that's what you're looking and seeing, and you go have a conversation with a real live woman, the, your mind just saw it yes. as that. So that's how you see them. You can't. You're gonna block that connection. You. you. It is. It's brain. And man, the, the spiritual concepts and perspectives of it are endless, man. I mean, everything's energy. Do you think that's light energy? No, that's that's no, darker, darkness. lower energy. Yeah. And darkness. that is taking your energy. And even another interesting scientific thing I'm reading here, it literally is one of the main causes of erectile dysfunction in people too. Because think about it, if you like can you have this device and you can access it at any time you can look at whatever the hell you want yeah. whatever extreme you want you have to start relying on that yeah instead I, of actual like sex with your partner or yourself or yourself yeah. like with your partner like that's a real thing guys struggle with that and whether they don't when they admit it or not it goes back to their addiction to porn and stuff like that like the hold it has over them i know a guy that knows a guy <laughs> <laughs> And he said that he, he was so addicted to porn that like when he would sleep with his girlfriend, he could never orgasm oh. because he was just so addicted to porn. So he had to like get off the porn to like actually start having an orgasm again with, wow. uh, with his girlfriend. Yeah, so it's, it's a real issue. 
Wow. <laughs> and I got to, I'll, I'll uh, be a little vulnerable here. I got a very direct message. Because again, in the in men's society, I'm not making an excuse for it, but in the men's world, it's so common that there was a lot of point in my life, I, I thought it was totally normal. All guys did it. It's yeah. just, I had no clue about the spiritual components. I didn't know how. To, and I got a very direct divine message right before Megan and I got married. Right before we got married, she was part of like it was a direct message of like this, and it was straight from God. I'm telling you right now, straight from spirit, that this cannot come into the marriage. And I didn't completely understand it then, but I understand the message. But I, as I can, I 100% stopped, and it's been years, and I'm so thankful for that. But as I've evolved, I've been like, oh, that's why that message was there. That's why it's so, and there's all these components to it. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, I just, it's, it just really wanted to go over that. That's really all we wanted to talk about today. And anyone out there that is having issues, I mean, feel free to, you know, we're always open, reach out. You know, it's a safe space. Unfortunately, there's, again, we talk about conditioning a lot. There's so much fear of judgment. Uh, I think there's, we talk about, you know, people addicted to drugs, addicted to uh, whatever, technology, you know, there's all these things that people can talk about. I pers- this is my personal belief. I don't have any statistics on this. I think porn is the number one addiction for men. Yes. I do. I think yes. it's the number one addiction. I think it's the number one. Uh, there's a lot of problems we all have, but it's the number one addiction because it's so stigmatized. People don't want to talk about it or think about it. And because for 20 some years of my life, it was just a normal thing in the guy society. And it re- and a lot of people, uh, depending on how, um, gosh, how do you say it? Uh, how much internal work their uh, community has done, the people they spend time around, uh, if they haven't done a lot of internal work, they don't know any different. Mm-hmm. They just think it's normal too. And they just think, well, I have erectile dysfunction and that's just a, a, a medical thing issue I have or I don't connect well with women. It's a medical thing. And like, no, you need to cut the freaking porn. And that's really the root of it all, believe it or not. So, um, you know, we got to get rid of that judgment aspect of it too because these are real things. Everyone's just trying to be their most authentic, loving self and live their best life. And porn is an absolute detriment to men right now as a, as a species. Like it's a detriment. <laughs> um, and the addiction to it. Um, and yeah, I don't, I didn't, obviously can't speak much on the women's front of it. I'm sure it's an issue everywhere, but from a men's perspective, I mean, that's, those are kind of our thoughts on it. And anyone that's having any issues or struggles, uh, as always, um, Magical's, uh, here for you on that front. I would message me, not Megan for this one. Um, one last thing is that even with what Joel said, and I think it's so important is in this society, I struggle with it myself. I mean, like I'm trying to, like I'm into yoga, I'm into spirituality, I'm into the inner work, I'm into like what the vibe is and somebody, but it's just this programming. I'm looking somebody on the outside and judging them. Yeah. Right. Like, how do they look on the outside? Like, oh no, I couldn't be with this because they look this way or whatever. It's, it's programming men to not really like, like Joe said, get to know them. Like, right. like for me for a while, it was pretty cool. While I was doing the semen retention, it's like, wow, like I was talking with the girl and I had this connection. It's like, we had like sex in a way. You mean? Like, yeah. The, it was like a connection. It was like, it was so much better because there wasn't, oh, there wasn't this like end goal. Like I wasn't right. hanging with this girl to like get in bed with her. We were just there. It's like, it makes you very present. Right. Yeah. It makes you in the moment. It takes oh, that's you powerful. away from that's like good. going to that next thing. And you're like in the moment, you're with them and you're not like, oh, yeah, cool. Like get in bed and like blah, blah, blah. So it's just like owning up women for this like divine um, 
beauty that they are. You mean that they create the creator that they are, and right. I just look at them like the sex object. Right, um, right, so, yeah, right. It, I love, love what you said based off of what Joel said about being in the moment. It does. That's another thing that's consistent. We're constantly thinking and worrying about the future or depressed about the past and that's another thing that'll do it because if you're just watching porn like constantly that's evolving your world when you go on a date or something what do you think you're going to be thinking about yeah just that like sex like that's what you're gonna be thinking about right and again it's not a judgment thing if that if you're there it's not a judgment thing it's an awareness thing it's become aware of it and ask yourself and be real with yourself is this making me the best version of myself is this making me am i happy one last crazy thing. In Hawaii, when they had a nuclear bomb scare, a nuclear bomb was going to hit Hawaii in 30 minutes. And guess how much Pornhub spiked? They saw a Pornhub graph and Pornhub spiked like 80%. So just think about how much men are addicted to where there was the surfers that went out like, I'm going to get my last minute surfing. But think about how addicted men are. So like, think about your last... 30 minutes of your life, you're going to nuclear explode. They went to this busted out. Aloha, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy, right? Dude, I'd be playing the drum, singing. Like these dudes are like, all right, I got to go see what's whatever. (laughs) Crazy. Look that up. I was in Hawaii two months before that where they're like, Kim Jong-il, my mom messaged me. I'm getting my hair cut. She's like, dude, Kim Jong-il is going to nuke you guys. I'm like, thanks, He was one of the ones that caused that spike. And then then Kim Jong-il's in it with Pornhub, man. They're in it together. (laughs) I said you were one of the ones. Yeah, so just look that up. Nuclear bomb, a porn hub thing, and it spiked like eighty percent. Dudes were just like, or you could just take our word for it. Yeah, I'm gonna go out and just go out with a bang, literally a bang. Oh my gosh, but that's such a testament. Yes, see right there. Wow, you're gonna die. I'm telling you, I (laughs) told. you're gonna die wow that's mind i had to whip that one off the end Um, no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so on that note we're gonna call it right there y'all have a wonderful day out there uh happy healing joel thanks for joining us man thank you for having me and thank you so much for having us paul peace and love (laughs) happy healing Happy healing. She was there listening the whole time. (laughs) Didn't have much to say on this one, but she was there. Have a great night, everyone.